I don't know oh. if my like my whole phase is just permanent and I just don't feel nothing no more. <laughs> like, she said my whole phase is No, nah, I just don't like R&B just don't give me that feeling no more, I think. No, nah, but it's like it's weird cuz like all they're talking about is just like sex or how they got hurt or how they keep doing the same thing over and over again like Drake, Drake R and B is like he just keeps fucking with the Drake. same. Yeah, like nigga, like how how many heartbreaks could it take for you to keep, keep, keep writing this? Because I'm getting fed up. And then Janae with the with the whispers. Can't like we already we you know we was already making fun of Michelle A for that voice. Oh, Janae. But, like, but like, damn. There's a new oh. wave of R&B going on recently, though. That's true. I mean, I want to embrace it just like you have to embrace the new wave of rap. But, like, it's just, it can't. Like, it's, it's literally what they're doing is not what R&B is. So it's yeah. like, you can't really say, oh, well, that's new R&B. Like, no, like. How could you just change a category? Like, <laughs> People need better songwriters. I remember yeah. reading that uh, Quincy Jones article or articles when he was spilling all the tea. Oh, yeah, I saw some. that. Yes. <laughs> I saw that. He was saying that the game lacks serious songwriters. And, um, yeah, we have a Taylor Swift sometimes, but, you know, Taylor Swift is okay with the pop hits, but right. where are, like, R&B, niggas who are like... sick with the pen and R&B? I mean, you do have the dream, and there's, like, a pretty... There's a pretty long list of people who do write, but um, it just seems like alternative R&B is more of a thing now. Yeah, and then like, niggas are sing rapping. So right. It's like so it's like, to get yeah, it's like R&B <laughs> and rap is one thing because everybody's singing on a rap song and everybody's rapping on a R&B track. So it's like so weird. Like there's no straight up R&B, like just, just straight up. Straight up. <laughs> I just say that in my Travis Scott voice. <laughs> no auto tune, though. You know, raw no, vocals please. around here. <laughs> right. We don't need those. We don't need those. That's another thing. I think R and B needs serious singers. Like, yeah, because like with Trey songs, he can't sing. Like, <laughs> there's no range in Trey songs. Whoa. Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I said like, I wasn't gonna sing on here no more. <laughs> I know, right? We got. <laughs> well, you have to be stopped. <laughs> but um. But nah, like, Trey Songz can't sing, like, my mom straight up told me that, because she's seen him in concert, she was like, he can't sing, and I was just like, he can't really sing on a track, he could just, like, hold the note, but, mm. <laughs> what, what does that do? But then you, like, kind of have to think back, can any male R&B person really, really sing? Um, yes. That guy, um, Daniel Caesar... That's true. I, I like his voice. Like, he has the most beautiful voice. But I, I really couldn't like get it, Freudian as a project. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, he has one of those voices where you're just like, damn, wish you did better with it. But <laughs> oh, I feel shit. like it's not, you're not like trying to disrespect what he's doing because it's dope for whoever likes that. Right. Not me. Like, not me at all. He's from, That's just unfortunate. He's from England, though, or London, I guess, the UK. Yeah. And it, um, I think they have, like, their own, like, Type sound. of sound, yeah. They do because even like rap and stuff just be like. First of all, UK rap is noise. Yeah, it's just so. CC Skepta. Okay. She's up. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear no more of him. Thanks. Um, what else? Uh, that girl, her. They play her her song on the radio now. Focus. You know what? I liked her. I thought she was nice. I love her voice, and I yeah. like that she's. I don't want to say she's trying to be like Sia, but she has the same approach where she yeah. doesn't want to be seen. She wants the music to, to be, be heard. Herself. Exactly. Yeah. I'm interested to see how that'll play out in concert. Like maybe it'll be like so dark and um you won't see her face, but oh, you can yeah. still hear her or whatever. Maybe it's like a silhouette in the background, like her album covers. Yeah. Or mixtape covers, whatever. And then she could just be black or black with a pink background, black with a purple. She could just change the background and never show her face. Yeah. Like, like draft punk. Oh yeah, lose yourself to dance with them niggas. <laughs> they have to sing without the helmet, right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't think they sing. I think they're like a band. Oh. Or they're like DJs. Yeah. They just true. make like funky shit, and other people uh, sing on it, like Pharrell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But uh, R and B though, who else is making serious noise? Uh, Roy Woods out of OVO. I'm not feeling. I mean, eh, I don't know. I'm, Everybody I'm from OVO to me sounds like Drake. <laughs> so like 
I just wish I could like them. Like, even Party Next Door, I just, like... Oh, man, I used to love Party Next Door, though. Love. He been serving niggas the mid. I think he writes better shit for other people. Than he does for himself. I don't know, because Party Next Door, the first one, and Party Next Door 2, fire. But then Party Next Door 3, which was, like, the album with Not Nice on it, trash. Oh, yeah, no. and then he had other like he had like I think random EPs. One was called Colors. That was cool. Okay. He had um another one, Seven Days, and that shit was trash. Oh no. And but that was recent. But then he kind of bounced back with this joint called Colors too, and that was that was like traditional party, and I really fucked with that. Okay. I just want him to just be consistent. I don't know. I feel like I heard like one good thing from him, and then after I didn't hear anything else, so I just stopped listening, and I was just like. You listen to Division too? No. I I heard I tried to listen to their music and it put me to sleep. <laughs> it's just I don't know I don't have the drive to like listen to this stuff anymore. Like I just I just feel like everybody just talks about the same stuff. Like even with Jaquise, like <laughs> oh my gosh, just, yo. I thought I liked him and I just don't anymore. Like I just like that one song. Is it that in the club joint? Maybe. That joint's catchy. Mm-hmm. Matter in the club. Yeah. Yep. I like it, but I hate Dej, I hate Dej Loaf. Oh, I don't yeah. hate her, but, but I she don't didn't, want her She didn't song. add to the song. She just... He already sounds like enough nasally stuff, and then she just <laughs> went to the extreme with them. I'm just like... No, that ass. He really does sound nasally. Yeah, like, I'm just like, shut up. Like, stop. <laughs> like, I'm just so sad about it. Like That, um, that Brent Fias guy, the one who was on Crew... You like that song. I do love Crew, but then I heard another song with him on and I was just like, his, that's him, oh. His project, Sanderson, it's it's a good, cohesive project, very genuine. Okay. I, I like it, but it's kind of just like, eh, I'm not really, I'm not really pressed to listen to it over and over again. Damn. Like, I enjoyed it for that moment, but I just right. didn't want to go back. And keep rewinding and stuff. I don't know what it is. I'm not R&B smooth. I'm not an R&B dude. You know what? I feel like... <laughs> That was a good one. Jay said that. Hey. <laughs> um, but, nah, I just, even with, like, people that I like sometimes, I just, like, because I genuinely like Janae Aiko. Like, I genuinely did. But when her new project dropped, I had no desire to listen Trip? Yeah. It was really long, but um, I like the story that came with it and the kind of double meaning behind drugs and being in love or whatever. Oh, yeah. They said, they did say it was a lot of, but you know what, with her, I could, I fuck with the content, and I'm not surprised. It's just, I don't know, I just don't want to hear Janae right now, I guess. I can't listen to her consistently. Like, no. I, I listen to the album as a whole, and I appreciated it, but as a fan, I can't, like, it's just too much Yeah, whispering. you can't indulge in, like, a, like, you feel like either you're about to get sucked into, so, like, some drug-induced, like, <laughs> something, like, something's about to happen to you, because you just feel kind of tranced out listening to her sometimes. Hey, like, I guess that's the trip. That's yeah, right? Like I, I can, like, handpick, like, six songs that I'll listen to repeatedly, but right. I just can't play the album top to bottom. No. No. I could never do that. But I do like Janae. I don't want to take away from the fact that she she's also somebody who's sick with the pen. Like, she yeah, actually definitely. writes her own shit. Definitely. So, like, and you don't um, want to take away from her. It's just, it's like, I feel like every R&B person is, like, missing the thing that will keep you consistently listening to them nowadays. Like, before, you're just like, damn, I always want to hear a Jagged Edge song until recently. Or uh, Jodeci song until recently. <laughs> like they just don't have the they don't have the time. For this so thing. they need time. So R and B artists need timeless music. Basically, yes, they do. I agree. And like Janae has like three maybe. I can take shorty in doses. Yeah, exactly. Like Sailing Souls, I like a handful of songs from that. That was her. Well, I don't want to say her breakout. Either, yeah, her breakout piece. It kind of was though, but not in a. That's like, when I got familiar with their anime. I was about to say, that's when I feel like everybody caught on. And I was just like, hmm. Yeah, this one. It was a good one to catch on to. Because some people catch on like some trash and be like, oh, this is fine. You're just like, go back, <laughs> go back, go back. I always like her on features. Her voice is pretty and soft. Yeah, it is. Cool. Like, she's like, she's like a modern day Ashanti almost. Like, just. You know what? And the way she flowing. be, the way she be like. Sprinkling uh, parsley yep. on the tracks or whatever, just putting that little finishing touch on right, it. Right, just like add a little Janae over there. That would be perfect. <laughs> like, right, definitely. Who else is like a standout to you? Um, I love Anderson Pack. Me too. I'm so mad. I mean, I'm happy for his Apple deal, but right. I can't listen to him on title no more. That was a. I I would listen to his songs and just be like, yes. 
Like, I just love that. I mean, even when he's featured on other songs, I'm just like, yes. He's so soulful. I know that he's an old soul twice removed. And right. It might be because of his age, but I just feel like that's what we need. Like, we just need a little bit of retrospect in right. there, you know. Just, just, just get a little soulful. You don't have to be crazy, heartless, black heart bitch trying right. to save your life away. Like, relax. All these bit. songs about, like, uh... <clears throat> Drowning your love in sorrows. Like, <laughs> I mean, R&B could be like that, too. That's true. But they, people are going more towards the blues part than the rhythm part. <laughs> you, have to, you have to have both. You can't just blues it out and just be like R&B. I just wish songs were more about love and less and less about like, uh, fuck her in the club and then uh, pass yeah. it to my bros. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, damn, y'all can't have nothing to yourself. They just got to share everything. <laughs> like, even R&B, you got to share with your nigga somehow. Like, that's what Trey Songz is doing, like. Yeah, he's trash when it comes to that. All his content is trash to me. Like at first, you're just like, damn, he's like, he made some good cheating songs, but then it's like, <laughs> four years later, he's still making cheating songs. Just like, nigga. Last time was fire, so I can't even. Forget. That's a fact. Last time was fire. That's like one of my favorite Trey Song songs. Trey like, was a was a good album. It was. Uh, that's when he cut his hair with the yeah. I can't help but wait video mm-hmm. and shit. Like that was good. Uh, what was that song? Um, Grub on was my song. <sighs> Last time was my song. Yeah, and then um, I don't know what happened. It's like I, maybe he's trying to keep it with the times, or maybe he's just living with his truth, and he's so caught up in like the party life that's all he knows. So right. that's what he thinks about. I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. Trey songs if you're listening <laughs> in jail. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Lord, watch <laughs> out. Sorry, to... Trey. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if I'm sorry or not, but <laughs> um, I need him to go back to his uh, ready slash anticipation days because I feel like anticipation. The first mixtape was like my favorite from him. Yeah, that was like the Trey songs that I loved. Honestly, like it was just like I felt like after every album or project, he just kept losing me. Like. I just felt him just slipping away. <laughs> like, you know, you just know a nigga gonna be a hoe forever. And you just <laughs> finally let him go. Because you know he gonna be a hoe forever. That was Trey. I didn't like the last two albums. Uh, Trigger and Tremaine. <clears throat> didn't like those either. I don't also like that he just keeps naming his albums his name over and over again. <laughs> like, it's like, everybody keeps saying self-titled, nigga. All them titles is his. So it's always self-titled. I guess it's like different personas. Like, Beyonce had I Am and Sasha Fierce. That's true. So, and then Beyonce, which was her self-titled one. So yeah, I guess, know, yeah. Whatever they were feeling like at the time. Right. Like, I can note the difference between Trigger and Tremaine. Like, there was a, there's a song called, like, um, All We Do on Trigger. Like, oh, yeah. And then there's a song called Playboy on Tremaine where it's like, yo, like, you know, I like fucking, but sometimes I want to make love. Like, I want somebody right. who's all mine. So, I, I can see the two sometimes, but... Uh, I don't know. I'm good. I'm good on Trey songs. I was never like an OD fan. Like I wasn't like a just gotta make it like stand or nothing. Yeah, nah, me either. Like I I watched his like behind the music and all that stuff, and I guess it got me more committed to him. But like not musically, just personally. I guess like it wasn't like oh yeah, let me listen to all his albums now that I watched his behind the right. music. Right. I respect like, him, and he's fine. But you know whatever. He's short too. So right. Whatever. <laughs> gotta be this tall to ride this ride Tony's <laughs> or vice versa hello right. <laughs> um who else you checking for um, right now Kalani I like Kalani me too her last album was dope uh, I didn't listen to her I heard it was good I didn't yo listen go it. listen to that I got to I have to like, I want to be committed to listening to her cause I like her I like her sound so I'm like yeah me too. I had her on in the car, and people were like, "Is this Brandy?" Like, no, bitch. She does sound like, like Brandy. <laughs> she she sounds like light Brandy, like hmm. literally, like just not as heavy as Brandy sounded like. Her riffs when she be like doing her riffs and her runs, like kind of yeah. reminds me of Brandy. Wow. Brandy. Yeah, Kaylani is good, and and from what I hear, she sounds good live, and she's oh. cute. I don't like when people try to make those. Oh, she looked dirty comments. Like, where? She, she's mad cute. And she was slaying at Fashion Week recently. I don't... I How just, do people say to people, <laughs> women look dirty? <laughs> like... I, you know why? Because she was going through, like, a goth phase. Oh, so she had the dark hair. makeup and stuff, though. I yeah, that. and, um, but... She didn't look dirty. She looked dark. <laughs> she looked depressed. People, the yeah. internet, like, dragged her after what happened between oh, her uh, and Kyrie her. And, and Party Next Door. Damn. But they was acting like Kyrie was deeply in love with this bitch. That's the other thing, like... 
I don't know. That's true. Maybe he was. I wasn't there, so. Curry, were you deeply in love with Kalani? Are you looking to fall in love again with Imani? Hello? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Shit, I don't know if I can sing, but I'll make you want to sing. Hey. Okay? Um, and now get an infection, please. <laughs> Um, I really like Sid from the internet, too. I never heard of him. Her last EP, Finn, that was one of the best projects of 2017 to me. Oh, wow. Yeah, that shit was... That How shit long has she been out since, like, last year? Or? Um, Well, Eagle Death was the third project from the internet, hmm. but I don't know how long she was singing on her own. Oh, before but she was, like... Finished. I didn't start listening to the internet until Ego Death, and oh, then okay. um, that's when they started their solo projects, and then she put out Finn. She also put out an EP, but I wasn't feeling that. Mm, um, yeah, it was, like, something about being home or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like her. I can't wait to see what the internet is going to drop this month because hmm. they're supposed to be dropping something soon. And it's okay, fine. I want to start listening to newer R&B because just as of right now, I just, I'm not. At all? Not at all, but not as much as I could. I Would you fucking with SZA? Yeah, I love SZA. Yes. I but she's like, what? Is, what? Is, what is she calling herself? Alternative. Alternative R and B, contemporary, urban contemporary, some shit. What? I don't know. They make new what categories is urban every day. Contemporary. It's like new age, but black. <laughs> <laughs> you already know, know what urban means black. <laughs> <laughs> you know they making up new shit every damn day. That's so. a fact. <laughs> they just keep shifting the black people around, like. <laughs> Maybe you're alternative. Maybe you're contemporary urban, but not black, but urban. <laughs> it's like I feel like once we left the '90s behind, that's when it was like, all right, got to come up with some new shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> They're like it's the 2000s. We can't have continuing R&B. We have to do something else now. I mean, shit. These niggas not singing like they used to no more. That's true. Nobody's singing like these. Like the only people that I could believe in my heart that could sing, sing. It's like K. Michelle. L. Varner, because I heard her. Oh, well, I heard K. Michelle live, too. So I heard oh, K. Really? Michelle live, yeah. I heard L. Varner live. Um, I think that was about it. So I could believe that they could sing. I haven't been to an R&B show. I tried to see Day 26 when they were trying to make their, com- their comeback. But it, it didn't Did work out. Did the show get canceled? No, Too Broke, a.k.a. Oh. Imani. Too Broke? Yeah, no. <laughs> They were charging that much? No, it was just money I didn't have. And it, was oh, on a, okay. it was on a Thursday night, and I had to be up early on Friday for work. Oh, so yeah, nah, absolutely Sometimes not. it don't be working out. They don't be worth the comeback sometimes. Sorry, <laughs> Shit, 26. I, I listened to that in my iTunes. Right. <laughs> but, nah, I wish, um, I actually wish there could be, like, a 90s research or, like, an early 2000s research. Yeah, just something that could just, you know, spark R&B back. Because I just feel like it's, like, in kind of like a sleep mode kind of like, <laughs> if it's not like drowsy drowsy r&b it's not like anything else and i don't know i just i don't know i need somebody's baby father to cry for me like jodeci i don't need any of these auto-tune niggas yeah, anymore talking about i fuck too many holes that's why i'm depressed like <laughs> that's, not, that's not good sounds like the weekend trilogy right oh, there oh i hate the Oh, girl, me too. Hate, uh, fuck that nigga. Hate the <laughs> but, yo, who would you say is leading the game at R&B right now, then? Leading the game. Damn. You know who I'm going to say? Queen B. I know. <laughs> and that's it. <sighs> that's the mother. Damn. She is, though. She, but she's always been. That's why I'm just like, unfortunate. Nah, every, like, literally, every time she does anything, the it's world stops. Like, World stop. Carry on. Yes. That was like, when she, whoever wrote that for her, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure she wrote it, so I'm not going to say that, but whoever wrote it for her did a good job with that. But anyway, <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce, I just, I'm just so proud of you because you just kept your, kept it going for so many years. I appreciate you. Right? Remember when... I, well, I came across one old article, like, they resurfaced it on Twitter. It was like, Beyonce's okay, but she's no Ashanti, swear to God. Ooh, yeah, that's when Dangerously in Love came out. Oh. Yeah, that was the first album. I think that was 2003. You know, Ashanti was still in her prime then. Yeah, that's true. You know what? She didn't compare to that Ashanti. But looking back, 
she was just beginning. <laughs> like, she was just like, don't worry, I'm just putting the stones down. Don't worry. Shanti gonna get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and unfortunately, Shanti got the fuck out of here. I mean, think of Beyonce as a performer. I mean, I guess you can throw um, what she yeah. brings to R&B, but it seems like people more fuck with the pop essence Beyonce yep. brings as opposed to R&B. Because when she did a mostly R&B album with her album 4, people weren't really feeling, feeling it. Even yet. though I loved it. I thought it was great. I love 4 too. Um, I don't think there's a Beyonce album I didn't like. I Actually, yeah. That's a good... There might be ones I don't favor as much. I right. think I Am Sasha Fierce is probably my least favorite. Those had a lot of yelling songs. Ring the alarm and... Oh, no, that was B-Day. Oh. No. B-Day was loud, I remember. B-Day was everything. Yeah. That was my favorite. That, like, was a, that was a good album. Now, I Am Sasha Fierce, I can't remember that much. Though. That was the one with Broken Hearted Girl and If I Was a Boy. And... Oh, yeah. I couldn't do without that one because... That one was just really slow and sappy. Yeah, it was too much, Beyonce. I'm sorry. I didn't like that one. A lot much. of ballads. Yo, so who would you say is leading the game in R&B right now that's a male? I want to say, I mean, I am going to say Bruno Mars because I just feel like he um, he just has the game. You know, even though he's like poppy now, but nonetheless, he still sings and makes R&B. So. Shit, his last album was whole, was dedicated to New Jack Swing R&B. Right, that shit so is R&B. He's fire. I mean, I, I think that is him, honestly. Who do you think? <clears throat> I say Miguel, but shit, Bruno Mars is the only one they're actually consistently playing on the radio as R and B, and that's across R and B stations here in New York. They play Bruno Mars on fucking um, BLS. Yeah, like, I was about to say Kisses No More. I forgot that's ESPN Radio now. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I kept turning to them. I'm like, why do you keep saying sports? That's because R and B is dead. You Yo, see? damn, that was crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize. I was like, something is missing, but I couldn't find it. Like. Maybe because I don't own a car. That's probably <laughs> But, um... And but then, yeah. um, shit, even on, like, the R&B hip-hop stations, like, Power 105 or, um, High 97, they're playing yeah. Bruno Mars. I mean, you know, they might put that one Miguel song in rotation. Right. That Skywalker like, song. Yeah, but, but not consistently putting that. Right. And I feel like that Skywalker song belongs on, like, those other channels, 103.5 or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what the name of you it is. You think it's more pop or something? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's more pop than R&B. Like. I, like, I think Miguel is one of the leaders of R&B and soul because I don't think anybody else is um, super consistent with the traditional R&B soul sound. That's out right now. Nope. Nope. And I, I really liked his last album, More and Leisure. It was cool. Hmm. I never I, was like focused on listening to him again. I just knew he was like, I could, I like him and everything but I just never felt like, oh let me listen to Miguel album. I, I like his voice and he got like big star quality on stage. I saw him, really? I saw him live in concert and that's what really swayed me. I was like, yo, like this nigga's got it. Like, wow. yeah, he's, he's really good live and he plays, um, he, I know he plays a guitar. I'm not sure, I'm not certain if he plays any other instrument mm. but, um, but yeah, Miguel's cool. I fuck with Miguel as far as um, leader of an of R&B, I guess, slash soul now, because right. he's, like, more soul. Oh, that's what's up, Miguel. Shit, I'll take uh, Miguel over Frank Ocean, though. That's a fact. I never really liked his voice. He got a cool voice, and Trash. I like his songs, but I think he's really overrated. Yeah, he's just not as good as everybody wanted him to be. Like, when he first came out, everybody was just like, we need a Frank Ocean album. He dropped the album. We need no. another one. No, we don't. Y'all we didn't even need Channel, Channel Orange. We honestly didn't need Channel Orange. I wasn't in the Channel Orange like that. So I'll pick, once again, I'll pick certain songs, right. like maybe a couple in rotation, but as a whole, I'm good. No, that's enough. That's enough. Know. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> I, can't, I, I don't trust he's him. Pop. He's R&B sometimes. He's, he's R&B I guess. Justin Timberlake. Uh, what's his name? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, damn. I feel like Timberland really made Justin Timberlake be an R&B artist for his time. Like, without Timberland, I feel like Justin, where would Justin be? He would still have blonde hair. No, but <laughs> he wouldn't be bringing sexy back. That's nope, for one. That's true. And that was a comeback of all comebacks yeah. for Justin. Cause I, I was just like, yo, we used to like him. And he's like, <laughs> did y'all? Or did you used to like Timberland? Because Timberland is the one that did this. <laughs> but um. No, I can't fuck with him no more because, like, he really sold out, Janet. Like, <laughs> he been sold out, though. I know. It didn't he stop just me from listening to 2020. So. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't stop me from listening to 2020 either. But after 2020, and then I realized he did it again, I was just like, I can't no more. Like, 
I might not stop listening to 2020. Because that girl is my shit. And hey. Spaceship Coop. I like that song too. I like a few songs on there. But anyway. Anyway. That anyway. was dope. Yo, hot take alert. Yo, if there was... Without Ashanti, there'd be no Drake or Chris Brown. Facts. There wouldn't <laughs> even be a J-Lo without Ashanti. First of all, J-Lo is a lot of things. But a songwriter is not one of them. One of them. No, no. She, I can't even like... She really was on that damn song acting like she was singing and it was really Ashanti. Like She wrote the hook and she did the background vocals. That's just enough. And then somebody else just played the person. Like I feel like Ja Rule almost was just like, maybe we can't do that many songs together. <laughs> and like niggas was like, all right, fine. Put J-Lo in there then. But they could have just used J-Lo's voice because she was on that song with um, LL Cool J. So oh, like, that All My Life song? Yeah. J-Lo, like, first of all, J-Lo... I mean, yes, yeah, she is, um, she is, I guess, she is black, brown, whatever you want to call it, because she's right. Puerto Rican, but I just feel like she, she just stole from niggas. Like, <laughs> yes, like, she was like the Spanish colonizer that enslaved <laughs> the dark Spanish people, like, sorry, but, um, she, um, no, she just, she just stole from niggas, because she stole, she stole Get Right from Usher, first of yeah. all. Yeah, and that was a big song. And then she stole... First of all, she stole... She really stole Get Right from Usher. And she stole that um, that high instrumentation from A. Marie's One Thing. That's true. Yep, A. Marie, man. I need her to come back first. Yeah, of I all. liked her. I really did. Her like first her. two albums were fire. 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 Oh okay? I used to play those shits on repeat. And even though her voice was... Her tone was a little high... I can still play them shits like. I, I really liked her. She who, hey Marie. She was a dope package, man. I hope I really hope she understands that um that why don't we fall in love is like a New York summer anthem. Yeah, every summer you have to play that like yes. in the in the car like why don't we? <laughs> so hey Marie, like for the rest of your life, don't ever forget that you were a power source in New York. Yes. If not anywhere else. And on my playlist, hello. That's a fact. <laughs> and Raymond Walkman back in two thousand. <laughs> He was hitting girl. Um, J Lo. What else about J Lo? She stole mad shit. Cause, she did. Um, shit. I I I could just run down a whole list. It just seemed like she. I mean, she is hip hop because she was a she was a she was a fly Diddy, girl Diddy. on Living Color. Dated Diddy. That's she like, stole that nigga's time, okay? Because she did not. She as soon as he caught that case, she was like, she did. Yeah, she <laughs> she was like, I, I ain't that black. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. No. <laughs> Now, shout out to J-Lo, though, because she a real bitch from the Bronx. She is. So, word. Um, Jenny from the block. Man, spe- speaking of Usher, that nigga went the absolute wrong way. Man, I just... Usher, that 8701, my heart. And then, like, after that, you just started slipping away. Bro. Whoa, because Confessions is the greatest R&B Well, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> Confessions was, but I feel like, you know what? Confessions was too commercialized for me, like... <laughs> Because they kept playing, like, they going to play somebody cheating on their woman and explaining it in a song on a radio. That's Jermaine Dupri's story. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jermaine Dupri wrote that. That that literally happened. I don't know if you remember, but I, I was really into Usher. I mean, I guess I was a thirsty adolescent or whatever. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember... They were doing like a behind the a behind what did BT call their 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 video thing when they were taking behind the video oh, damn. whatever BT yeah. had one of those uh, behind behind the, behind the video things <laughs> for um for confessions the video oh. and when they asked him like oh so what's the basis of confessions and the way Usher worded it he said confessions is the story of a man who cheated and you know, he's begging for his woman to take him back because he realized he messed up and he's just trying to make things right. And he right. feels like if he gets it off his chest, you know, blase, blase, blase. Turns out, Jermaine Dupree, that was exactly his situation. You know, oh, uh, no. JD and um, and Usher were working together with yeah, Confessions at the time. So, oh, um, wow. Jermaine Dupree basically penned that shit um, and Usher sang it. And it was wow. dope as fuck. Yeah. Good job, JD. You made me believe it was Usher. <laughs> Usher did have drama of his own, but... And still has drama of his yeah. own. <laughs> that yeah. hurt just keep coming yes, back. Yes, I'm sorry, Usher. You're a true R&B person, because... <laughs> you know how R&B singers are just continuously in hurt. You're just like, how? Why? But, anyway... I just wish Usher would stop trying to 
fit in now. Yeah, he's too old. I feel like you could see the oldness in his neck, and then he's like, <laughs> shit. he's still be trying to do young shit. I'm like, I know you passed thirty. Now. I just like, don't need him to sing "Don't Mind" or like yeah. a um or like a No Limit. I like No Limit. And um, but, but he could have kept it. He I didn't need. Deal without it. He didn't need it. And yeah. then like, I just feel like all these singles he he's throwing out with these rappers or whatever, trying to be current or trying to get more airplay. Yeah, I don't like it too much. Like. What happened? What was that album with Climax on it? He had Let Me See with Rick Ross. That was trash. And I didn't then, even like Climax that much. I didn't like it either. People were like, "Oh my god, it sounds like sex." I'm like, "Yo, I clearly don't listen to this song you because it has nothing to do with that." Like, how what? what's sex sound like? It don't sound like. I hope anything. it don't sound like hurt. Y'all need to do yeah, it again because that's not say, working. That's, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> you know who else fell off? Um, Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. <laughs> oh my god! I I don't know why I just thought Alicia Keys for some reason like because as soon as I think about falling off, I just think falling and then Alicia Keys. <laughs> Right? I'm just like, damn, Alicia. Like, even when she sings like "Girl on Fire" now, she still fell off. Like, I feel like she just fell off musically altogether. Like, after "Element of Freedom," that was the song that had um, "Unthinkable" on it, the one that Drake wrote. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that was I, my song though. Me too. After <clears throat> after that album, she fell off to me. Yeah, that was enough. Um, yeah, she had, she put out a song in 2016 in common. I thought it was dope, but it seemed like once she like became happy with Swiss beats, it just it was wasn't over. working. But you know what? That's the thing. When you're happy, R&B is not the same. I don't know. Ashanti was made me feel like I needed to put on some pastel products. Yeah, and, that's and, true. And happy, like you always felt like you need to wear light blue when you listen to Ashanti <laughs> and have like white pants on and shit. Like I don't know, but it didn't work for Alicia Keys though. She always, she always was singing about stuff that she almost had. That's the shit I used to be like. <laughs> so she was Drake before Drake. <laughs> she was Drake before Drake. I don't know. Justin Tiller. Trash. That thing is more like a moment than in anything. Yeah, he's he's he would just be better off modeling. He looks so good, but he's cute and he probably brought up the st- the stock and Nike dad hats, the That's golf true. hats, because all y'all niggas is wearing, wearing them now, and shoes. I wish y'all wouldn't. I don't even want him to wear it. Yeah. Um, don't yeah, get me wrong, because nice. um, when Trap Soul came out, I was like, oh, this is cool, but it's, I don't think it's anything I want to go consistently back to, aside yeah. from, like, the, the leading singles, um, Exchange, Don't, don't um, Sorry Not Sorry, there's a few songs yeah. off it, but the songs he's rapping on, I'm like, no, no. don't call yourself Ken Griffey, Pen Griffey, no more, shorty. <laughs> Cause we, enough was enough. I don't know what your bad and average is like, but you're not Zero. swinging and hitting with those shits. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but um, he put what's the last shit he put out? He put out something in 2017. I don't know what the you name. You know of what? It was. I ignored that whole thing because I felt like I didn't like traps hold that much. I was like, you know what? Probably said I'm not even gonna get this listen. I'm sorry. Yo, I'm telling you, it, you know what? It was mo- around Memorial Day weekend. I will never I remember, forget. Remember, and everyone's like, oh, right until I try some new shit. I was just like, I was so thirsty. I was uh, well, not thirsty. I was just happy to get some new music. I was on my way to work, and for some reason, I was like, yo, it's early in the morning. Let me put on Bryson Tiller on instead of Gucci because Drop Top Wop dropped that day. Right. And I put that shit on, and I just regretted it. It put me in such a bad <laughs> mood. And then I was in traffic, and I was late. I'm like, yo, everything is just fucked up. But then <laughs> I put that Drop Top Wop on. I'm like, yo, why? Why didn't I put this on first? Right. This shit is dope. I was so oh, mad. Oh man, Bryson. Lesson, lesson learned. Like, don't start your day off yeah, with anything else with Gucci. Right. Like, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> so we said the weekend was trash. I hate the weekend. By the yeah. way, I don't like any of the weekend. I think I like one song, and um, it's because I heard somebody else sing it live, and I found yeah. out the weekend wrote it, so I went to listen to it, and that shit sounded worse. I said, what the fuck? I don't know. Just the week, everybody, like, so many people tried to convince me to listen to the weekend. By like, Abel. And I was just like, ooh. Like, He's so depressing. Him. Like, I just want to be like, shut up. The weekend is fun. You're <laughs> fucking it up. Like, he's really the anti-weekend. I don't know why he's he a weekend. Yeah, he should have been the anti-weekend. That is a better name for you. <laughs> he should have been the weekday because that right? his music he is depressing like as fuck. Oh my gosh, she sounds like like a Tuesday, a long Tuesday. Yes, like, dragging the fuck yes. on. Yes, <laughs> like no. Um, yeah. Nah, I don't know why people were like, "Oh, dear melancholy is my shit." I'm like, yes. "All right, well, say dear hello." Dear melancholy, to... that sounds like hello sadness. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Hello sadness. Well, goodbye, because the bitch trying to be happy. Yeah, like, I'm gonna say enough is time. enough, bro. He gotta get happy. <laughs> Somebody, he's seeking help. He's seeking help. Just help him. Sometimes I wonder, what if Ryan Leslie didn't lose his laptop? Man, because 
because I feel like Ryan Leslie was one of those niggas who like could have been something big in R and B. Definitely. So and so easily too. Like I always loved Ryan Leslie, and then like I felt like when he lost his laptop, he just lost his soul. Like you just like. Shit, I wonder if anybody <clears throat> really found it because the the reward money was legit. Yeah. Like I'll take it. I'm about to say. I don't know, but lucky him. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. What if Carrie Hilson never just Beyonce, man? Yo, first of all, I feel like... You already know how I feel about Carrie Hilson. In a Perfect World is one of the best, best R&B time. albums Ooh. I've heard in of my life. Time, like, in my life, okay? Of all time. Well, of all of my time. What was it, 2009 that shit came out? Yeah, that, that was, was just... It him. was dope for his time. 11th grade, just... Carrie was an it girl when, yes. when that shit came out. And um, she wrote so many hits for so many other people, including she Beyonce. Did. And she got too big for her britches. Yes. And thought that everybody was like, oh. oh. Wave. Yeah. Like, she, no. she was the Meek Mill in the situation. Yes. Yo, let me tell you, that shit lined up just like the Drake Meek Mill shit. Because Drake and Beyonce were kind of, I don't want to say they're on the same pedestal, but they right. were kind of on the same High level. Yeah, they were on the same level as far. high level. <laughs> that was a J-line. I see you upgrade you. What did you do? But yeah, I, like, I guess Beyonce would have been like Drake. Like, they were like the golden child. Right. And then, um, you know, here comes somebody like Meek or somebody like Carrie Hilson who's like, yo, don't trust this person. Uh, They don't write their shit. And Carrie Hilson's case, she was the one who wrote her shit. Like, right. oh, you think you all that, but I wrote them songs. I don't know other people who do, so da 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 da. And she thought, just like me, she thought the whole world was gonna be like in the palm of her hands. And she yo, like, they were no. so wrong. Cause They're next like, thing you know, they throwing uh, Beyonce CDs at yeah. her. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yo, that she, was a tragic moment. She came a long way, but she went, went the, the wrong, wrong way. way. <laughs> damn. I feel like the only person that was on Carrie Hills' side was Neil because, like, in his behind the music, he was just like, you know, I wrote some songs for some people, even though they don't want to admit it. And he was just staring at the <laughs> screen, and I was just like, damn. <laughs> you, Carrie Hilson, you ain't the only one, but Neil's traction wasn't as strong. As Maybe song. not then, but he did write a lot of songs. And he had he a did. lot of, so- he had solid albums to me. He did. I loved, I loved the Soul Sick era of him. Was that's that In My Own Words? Yeah. That was a good album. It was. It Be- was great. I like Because of You, too. And um, You're the Gentleman was dope. I think that yep. was the one with Miss Independent on it. Yep. That was dope. But then Neo then popped out. Went the flow right away. <laughs> <laughs> like, dead serious. Like, I don't know. But his pen was still beast, though. It, it didn't take away from him. He just didn't contribute to the music that I wanted to listen to anymore. Right. I understand. I respect it. You know what's crazy? I feel like niggas slept on Neo back then, kind of just like niggas sleep on other people in R&B now. Yeah, like Jasmine Sullivan, we miss you, sis. Come back. Yo! Come back, sis. She, her voice is crazy. Crazy, but I just don't know what happened. Like, she made some good songs, too. Like, I heard some of her, like, random songs. She was like... I heard she put out two solid projects recently. Wow. Yeah, but I have, like, I think... Poor, poor promotion. <laughs> that's, Yo, I that's don't know what it is. Just, like, is she moving independent now? Is that what it is? I don't know. That's a good question, like... I think that's the same thing with Elle Varner now, because yeah. um, her first album, her first album was dope, and then after that, I haven't heard anything from her. Yeah, she had, like, two singles, I think, or maybe one single. She's, like, barely on social media anymore. Maybe she's going through something. Maybe her album's about to be fire. She probably okay. under new management. Yeah, that's that'd be the other thing. I think niggas sleep on uh, Jeremiah. I too. like Jeremiah though. I always did ever since the birthday sex, but not like, not because it was like birthday sex or whatever. <laughs> but like just the sonically, I just liked how it sounds. Like he um he doesn't have the best voice either, but no. I don't know. I do like I do like his music though. Yeah. Remember raindrops? Raindrops. I liked um late nights and oh, yeah. the. Uh, that shit was dope. Oh, man. And then Jeremiah on, Jeremiah on hooks. Jeremiah brings us an essence to hip-hop and R&B that's yep. missing. Because we don't have that hip-hop R&B no more. Nope. That, just the hook god. <laughs> just on there. You know, you already know. It's like, just like, um, I think Jay-Z said it. It's like, you just throw, oh, no, was it Nas that said it? Throw a bitch on the hook and there it goes a platinum album. Hey. <laughs> so... But Jeremiah, you're not a bitch. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you throw an R&B singer on there. Right. Boom. Got a platinum album. Yo, so this is this is a question I feel like everybody got different answers for. 
who's the best male R&B singing group in your opinion? Jagged Edge. For real? Yeah, I like Jagged Edge the best, I think. I like Jagged Edge too. I thought they had hits, but uh, if I had to pick, Jodeci is my favorite. You know what? I feel like Jodeci is like the cop out. They were they were amazing, but it was just like I just didn't like some of their songs. I don't know. I think it was too down for me. Like, like I was just like, all right, Jodeci. Like we know y'all down with Mary J when she was down too. But like, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. um, Forever My Lady and Driving Mad Band are some are like songs that I like from both of them. Right. I mean, not both of them from that group the most. Um. People say Drew Hill, but I don't know. I guess that was just that was just Cisco reinvented. That's all, <laughs> that's all that was. Drew Hill had hits. Don't get me they wrong. They did, but they, did. they weren't. I don't think that they were dope. I don't know. Maybe no. I. You know what? I'm gonna ask. Like, I'm gonna talk to my parents and see how they feel because I feel like they were. I mean, not they were because obviously they were older and right. I was a young and just happening to grow up on it. Right. But I'm gonna see who they thought was like the best. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna know that too. Maybe I should ask my mom because like. I don't know. Like, I just didn't like Drew Hill. Like, I felt like everybody else liked... But not everybody else, like, in our generation. I felt like people liked him. That's how we knew them in the first place. Mm-hmm. Not him, them. Them. But... <laughs> uh, I, I know Cisco wasn't the only lead singer, but I feel like Cisco made yeah, the band. Definitely like, did. That was it. Or the group, rather. Right. Um. All right, best female group. SWV. Hey! <laughs> I, I like their sound, like New Jack Swing. I'm a big yeah. New Jack Swing person. But, um, and and I thought their harmonies were cool. Um, Coco's voice obviously stood out. She was the group. Right, she was. Um, they from the Bronx and Mount Vernon. Yeah. You were ready. <laughs> um, for me, uh, SWB is top, but, like, if you're putting record sales out there, like, TLC wins. Definitely. TLC was, like, top, 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 top. They weren't number two when it came to the top. R&B girl group of all time. Like, it's just amazing. Destiny Charlotte is a personal favorite. That is a... And you know what? And it is a personal favorite for me, too. Like, it wasn't like, yeah, I, I wouldn't put Destiny Child over TLC ever. But I still listen to Destiny Child. I'm, I'll tell you who I'm not putting there. Um, much respect, because um, Invoke had amazing voices. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just wasn't into their music. Nope. Um, Only that one song, but... I like that song from Set It Off. What's it gonna be? Yeah, that's the yeah. only song. That's it. <laughs> oh, and um, Hold On To Your Love. Yeah. And You're Never Gonna Get It. That was dope. I didn't even like Never Gonna Get It that much. I like it. <laughs> my mom and my aunts played that a lot. Yeah. I guess they really was never gonna give it. So. Like, I would never put Escape up there because it was just like two out of four people could sing. <laughs> it was just a lot. It was a lot for a little bit. Like, yeah, Candy it wasn't still enough. can't sing. I, I think she's a respected businesswoman, but Definitely. Candy really, eh. uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the sisters' names were, but they had the best voices out that group. Yeah, they did, unfortunately. But the, they weren't the only two that didn't really prosper, technically. But, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Yo, Total was some non-singing bitches, too. Yeah, they were just, they were like those bitches that always harmonized together, but never could really sing and they just had a deal somehow they were in that nasal category yeah, too they was but they just sounded good for the era it was just weird like yeah all the hooks i was like damn totally you were there you know but you know who didn't missy sign that group i thought they were in the bad boy was they oh they were mm-hmm. they were they were they just did that song with Missy. no that's 702 that's oh you're talking about i know what yes. you're talking about yeah but also 702 was not on the top either. <laughs> they weren't top, but their songs was cool. Yeah, their songs was cool too. So. But yeah, that was mine forever. No. <laughs> Speaking of Bad Boy though, I feel like, well, I personally feel like um, hip hop and R&B really was that perfect, that perfect harmony, I yeah, guess. Yeah, definitely. Like between just... Ja Rule and Ashanti, that was like, had to be my all time favorite. You could sprinkle JLo in there because I guess she had some. <laughs> she tried she to had, be yeah, she, Right. She was trying to be in there. I felt her on that one. Like with Mary J Method, I know that's your favorite of all that's time. Best hip hop RB song of all time. That's going to be my first dance wedding song. You're all. Yup. I need. All that. <laughs> You want to be our wedding singer? Yes. <laughs> I need that bread. <laughs> but, um, 
No, it definitely, it definitely was like, and I think of like even when uh, Pharrell and Snoop used to do shit and just yeah, Pharrell, even Pharrell's not really um R and B, but he used to just he finessed his way. Pharrell had a lot of Pharrell had a lot of R and B songs. Yeah, um, and the Neptune, well, not just Pharrell, Pharrell and the Neptunes or right. the Neptunes period. You know, they wrote an SWV song. That's kind of really? how they first started. It's called oh. Use Your Heart. I think it was from their third album. Yeah, I definitely actually I have that CD over here. Hey, look at but, you. Um, yeah, I got it from my friend. But uh, yeah. Oh wow. That's an interesting fact. Yeah, Pharrell just been like sneakily uh producing R and B right. hits. That's how forever. you know this thing is just infinity years old. <laughs> so Yeah, Kanye Kanye too, Kanye blessed a lot of R and B tracks. Like, Definitely did. You don't know my name, Alicia Keys. Yep. And then um Mariah Carey joins um what's that song I love? Stay Tonight yep. off the Emancipation of Mimi. So the Emancipation of Mimi. What's that song? Uh I Changed My Mind, Keisha Cole. I was just about to yep. say that. Oh, yeah, Kanye out here, super producer. He was a along with Missy, obviously. Yes, Missy, top ten dead or alive, like Missy. I love. Let's like put it out there how much I loved the tweet. Like she only had one album. Yo, Southern Hummingbird was that work though. Yeah, that was like one of the best. Like that's a classic R and B album, timeless, timeless tweet. Like so, smoking cigarettes can come on to this day, and I'm just like singing along, like it just dropped, like. It's just so great. It's so great. Thank you, Tweet, for all that you've done. And Missy. And Missy, also, for all that you've done. Missy knows what she's doing. She definitely does. Except with 702. I don't know if she knew. <laughs> you know, this always bumps in the road because she did have that group back in the day with Genuine and them. But, <laughs> but overall, she Missy. She helped Aaliyah sound. Definitely. Her and Timbaland. Not just giving Missy they kinda, yo, They kind of carried Aaliyah's career. Like, Aaliyah was like a dope allure. But, like, men, like, I don't know. Some of the songs that weren't with, like, Timbaland and stuff, you'd just be like. It wasn't as edgy or new Yeah, age. like, it just wasn't there, but. I get it. Oh, man. Missy did a lot for R&B, period. Like, yeah. um, when she, I think she, I, well, I don't think. I know she wrote uh, Fantasia's Free Yourself. Wow. Yeah, um, she wrote a lot of R&B songs. She wrote, um. Signs for Beyonce. She wrote a. I, I think, remember that she was on there. Though. Yeah, I feel like any song she kind of just like uh, sprinkles her voice on there. Yeah, she like, she has something to do with. That's dope. Like um, Monica, she wrote um that so far that that so far gone. My bad. I'm I'm still in Drake mode. Whatever. Um, that so gone song. She just came up with it like one day. She wow. I think she heard she heard Monica in the studio like arguing mm-hmm. on the phone with somebody, and she was like, "Yo, like." Well, I don't know if she really said that verbatim, but she right. channeled that essence. Wow. And she was like, yo, I'm about to put a song. It's going to be hard. Like, so. Missy, oh, Missy. Yeah, yo. Come so, back. We so miss creative. you. We miss you, you so You never know. Much. She might pull some tricks up her sleeve. That's true. She's never done. I just feel like when she when she went on J. Cole's album, I was like, oh, she's coming back. Even though that was years ago, she's still coming back. I'm here for it, whatever she decided to do. Right. She's looking like a schniggity lately, too. Dude, Definitely that's true. snack attack. She was saying that she, unfortunately, she felt bad for losing the weight because she was sick. Aww. And she was always trying to represent for the big girls, but she just wants people to accept her. And I'm just like, we do accept you, Missy. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm definitely not. But um, R&B and hip-hop, I feel like um, a lot of people's best hits from singles kind of like intertwine the both together like some of bad some of fast best hits yeah. um incorporated r&b, R&B. like whether we get um slash ashanti which right. i don't think should have been a thing but whatever um you know the confusion i think it was a label confusion or whatever because it's really to me a song so right and yeah so how could it be ashanti at all i don't know how that um, right. Jag, uh, Jagged Edge with Trade It All. Yeah. Or like Make Me Better with Neo. Yeah, Almost every song with Lil Mo. Like yeah. when, um, I mean, I don't want to say Lil Mo broke him out because DJ Clue was the one who really right. broke Fab. But, but, um, Superwoman is kind of what pushed him to like hit like Billboard charts. Yeah, because everybody was like, ooh, what's this? Da 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 yeah, and um, what what else was it? The um, Forever Joint with Lil Mo. Yep, I like that one too. Yeah. Much respect to Lil Molo, because I think her voice is dope, too. Definitely, definitely. And she's definitely a superwoman, because uh, I think she has a lot of kids. I think she has seven kids. Shit. Listen, Go more ahead, than girl. one is a lot of kids. Right. <laughs> superwoman. Go ahead. 
Man, shout out to everybody who made waves in R and B, yo, past, present, and future. Thank you so much. I, you know what? It was just like because I just love them so much. Like, uh, you guys have a special place in my heart forever. Maybe we need to put out a a, a tape of our own soon. Yes, we lit on we, the regular tape. We'd be better than uh, Total. I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Total, Total. Bring that shit back. Bring that shit back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Alright, so now it's time for Run That Shit Back. This is the part of the show where I'm showcasing songs that I'm putting in heavy rotation. <laughs> so, started off, of course, you know, I had that Queen Cardi B in rotation. Yes. <laughs> and um, I like that I was getting a lot of uh, good reception from it on social media. People yeah. really responding to it. It seemed like everybody gravitated toward the Big and Head song, which is dope as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And um, it was cool because it interpolated the um, the Project Pat Chicken Head song mm-hmm. featuring Three Six, which was which is really cool. But um, and that's a hit too. That's one of my favorites. But that Money Bag song, that shit had me in my bag when I was getting ready. Dang. Like I'm telling you, I was feeling like a bad bitch, even though all I did was put a little bit of highlighter on and ah. doing do something today. But um. <laughs> But yeah, money ba- money bag is super fire, and um, also you know I got I finally got me some new future. Yeah, finally DJ Esco put out his colorblind tape project, whatever it is, and um, it was full of future, and um, colorblind was okay. I wasn't like super like moved by it or anything. It was just mm. a, you were just cool with music. So I, I saw people like work. asking like sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I saw people asking like. Is it is it hot? Like, is it cool? Is it cool? But I didn't see anybody responding, so I was like, hmm. it's not right. Like, it's not like the best thing out there. Um, certain songs were just like, what? Like this song called "Walk Through." The beat is so fire, mm-hmm. and um, it's Nas on there, and he's basically mm-hmm. talking about like his his trap days. Like yeah. he's walking you through a drug deal, which is a, which is a hook. Right. And Future's on the hook, and Nas is telling a story, which I respect, but it's kind of just like, mm-hmm. why here? Why now? Right. And I get it. It's like an Escobar, DJ Esco collab. Mm, okay. But I guess. at the same time, I was just kind of just like, eh. But um, Check was my favorite song off that. Or one of my favorite songs. I guess okay. I'm still picking one. But that one had DJ Esco and Future on it. That shit is dope. Um, I, I feel like I need to get me to a couple racks with that track. <laughs> and Flatbush Zombies put out their new tape this nice. weekend. Yeah. Um, this is their first album in, a, in like two years since 3001, wow. which I respect because I don't, you know, um, we live in a microwave era and people always want to make sure they constantly put That's out content, so. but I can wait if it's quality and yeah. uh, Flatbush Zombies definitely put out quality with their new shit and nice. I was really fucking with their song called Headstone. Really? They were basically just talking about killing the competition. They had so many rap references, like wow. every, every sentence, almost every word was a rap reference. Dope as fuck. Wow, you gotta, gotta check that to song that. out. That's, that sounds fire. Word, yo. Um, Vacation in Hell was um, it's really good. I really like it. They had um, they had features from Jada Kiss, from Bun B. Wow. They had a yeah, yo. That shit is dope. I first saw them for the first time in 2013. I went to Peter Palooza mm. out in um, out in Brooklyn. Yeah, and um, that was when I twerked on stage for Meek Mill. Shit. Free oh, meat, by the way. Yeah. I hope that's still not on YouTube, by the way. Oh, no, it was on YouTube? Yo, if anybody finds that, they should hit me up and let me know. Like <laughs> yeah, that, please. Yes. But, um, but yeah, I saw them live for the first time. I was like, yo, these niggas is dope. And wow. I think they were, they must have, I don't know if they were so underground, but um, one of the people I was with, they knew who they were. So I went and checked them oh, out. Okay. And ever since, I've been like, I haven't been a cons- like a, like as consistent as I should, but I check for their new music when it pops up. You know what they um they had one tape that I listened to. I really liked it, but then I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't following their fan base, so I never knew like when new stuff was dropping. But I'm ready to listen. I'll be down to listen to it honestly. That shit is dope. You should go check it out. And that's it. That's my run that shit back this week. So for Behind the Battle, I have three battles that I watched this week. Well, actually two that I watched and one that I just was there for. So And it just dropped this week. So The first battle I watched was Gems and Goods. I mean, after the whole fight situation, I thought the battle was going to be wacker than it was. Um, like just, I guess, anticipation-wise because they fought already and all that footage dropped from them fighting and vlogs came out of them fighting and, oh, and of the whole night and all that other stuff. So it kind of like ruined the battle but the battle was okay nobody won to me like it was just 
It was literally 1-1. And they fought in the third round. So it was like... Oh, shit. Nobody actually won for real to if me. You, if you had to pick a, a winner. Jim's probably. Okay. I think Jim's did better than Goods. But they their style styles are so similar, like so it's like if they're if they're both off, it's just like ugh, hmm. they don't hit. But um, yeah, and then I saw John John the Don and Big K. Everybody kept saying that Big K won, but John John ate that ass, man. I I have a like oh, a li- right, hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like I like John John a lot. Like he's in my top five battle rappers. Like I really like him, and I think that he's consistent enough t- for people to. Stop doubting him and saying that he's trash, but he still has that I'm trash. I'm trash. Like people always say that he's trash all the time. Like and it's so annoying. But I think he three old Big K. Like I don't think okay. he came around. Like if it was in my opinion, but you know people were saying Big K won. So let that be what it was. And the last battle was Daddy Mason and Cash Money. That was on a trap, and it was only one rounder. But I thought that Daddy Mason had it. But when I was there, people were hyping up Cash Money so much. And he, it was in his hometown, and he did have a lot of people there, you know. But um, I think bar-wise, Daddy Mason did way better than Cash Money did. So, yeah, that's my behind the battle. All right, so we switched up the tempo with this episode a little bit. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on SoundCloud and Audio Mac. Please subscribe to our mailing list. And follow us on Twitter, at On The Regular Pod. We want to hear what you think. Put that hashtag to use, okay? OTR Podcast. Don't forget to tell us your thoughts on this episode, too, and what you think about the R&B singers mentioned. And if you're trying to sing us something nice in those comments, you can go ahead and let that rip. Yes. Let it all go. Gotcha. <laughs>